This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. Phone-in elements of these shows are not available, but if you'd like to comment or give us feedback on our shows, you can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Alternatively, you can find this and other podcasts on iTunes or Spotify using the keyword Love Sport. You are listening to Love Sport Radio. It is 7.02pm and it's time for the Chelsea Fan Show. Me, Matt Beadle, here with the guys from the Chelsea Fancast. And I tell you what, it's a lovely surprise to begin the show because I thought I was here with Stamford Chidge and Clayton Beerman. But incredibly, the last minute man has popped up. I'm quite willing to go if you want. No, 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 no. Jonathan Kidd has arrived in the studio. What a time to be alive it is. Oh, well, thank you very much. Lovely to be here, as always, Matt. You okay? Lovely to be I'm on the show well. with I've you. I've actually just improved my biceps by picking up Stamford Chidge's mobile phone. I you were going to say, Stamford Chidge, <laughs> pick up his wallet and it'll go all floppy. <laughs> just his wallet, yeah? <laughs> oh, crikey. Oh, 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 I'm just going to leave. I mean, I, you know, that's, that is a mic drop moment. Oh. God, what, what a start we to should, the show. We should explain, Matt, because the schedule tonight, as, as some of the people that were listening to the fan cast on Monday, will probably remember it was that as I said it was going to be me and Clayton and Kerry Dixon right not Jonathan Kidd and Kerry (laughs) couldn't make it he's coming later I think in November but uh, Jonathan is a man after my own heart and he clearly can't read a schedule so he turned up anyway (laughs) for which we are delighted because we're 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 standing at the back we'd have been a man down Kerry would have been been called in the corner chanting his his name. name Yeah, so, yeah. I just want to know, is this the first time, Jonathan, you've ever been a sub for Kerry Dixon? That is completely the first time. Go. It's such an honour. There you like, go. Oh, there wow. you go. Wowzers. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny because had Kerry Dixon been here this evening, I would have brought something up that I'm actually going to bring up anyway. And we're going to do it very, very quickly. Yes. But today is a big day, gents. Very big day. You're getting married? No. Nope. It's 23, 33 years. 33 years. When? Yeah, 33 years since West Ham scored five goals against Chelsea in the top flight at home for the first and only time. Uh, there we go. 86. I just happened to stumble across. You know, sometimes you get into a YouTube rabbit I like, hole. I used to like you, I, I, I can't recall I've erased that, that from yeah, my memory right? deliberately really? somehow. So it was 5-3 and there was, was a moment we scored three goals, when yeah. Kevin McAllister handled a Kevin Keane header 
on the line. Right. And uh, Ray Stewart smashed home a pen. It was the second pen of the afternoon. Okay. But Kerry Dixon scored in that game. And it just I don't came remember to that at all. Man. I'm afraid I do. Tony Cotty, I think, yes. back to brace. It's, it's not. It wasn't that awful. The awful Easter. No, they beat us four nil. It was, no, 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 was no. September. No, that was yeah. four nil at home in, on the Saturday. And six nil against QPR, QPR, wasn't it? Six nil on the cost Monday. Us the, cost yeah, us, yeah, cost us, us the top, then, time, yeah, top ten. But we got top, our revenge, four, didn't we? Title. We did. We got our revenge because we, we cost them the title we by did. winning 2-1 at yeah, their place. With Pat did. Nevin scoring a header. Indeed. And Kerry scoring. There you go. There you go. There you go. A little bit of trivia. A bit of nostalgia. Mo- so we can have a look at it up. a bit later yeah. when have we're in the ads. disasters you'd like to no, bring it's not up? a disaster, is it? It's, 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 but the fact that they've never done it You know since. why he's done this, don't you? I, just, I should interject here that on my wonderfully produced notes as uh, that, that have won awards actually for the kind of the equivalent of the notes oscars in your own bedroom in my own yes. mind yes. Uh, i printed out the table the premier league table and i thought well I'll, I'll go down as far as i can fit it on the page so i went down as far as 12th which is where man united are <gasps> how lovely there we go Incredible. yeah i'm looking forward to them being lower i know they wouldn't fit on the page then no they wouldn't that's no. true <laughs> Well, this is the Chelsea <laughs> fan show on Love Sport. Of course, England coming up. We're going to get on to that team right now because the team oh, news sound. is in Jordan Pickford, Kieran Trippier, Danny Rose, Declan Rice, uh, Michael Keane, Harry Maguire, Raheem Sterling, Jordan Henderson, Harry Kane, Jaden Sancho, and number 11, Mr. Mason Ole, 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 ole. Mason Mount, Mount, Mount. Mason Mount, Mount, Mount. There we go. His first start for his country Replacing Ross Barkley yep. as it goes. That yeah. game is coming up. We will be doing live well, updates what about Madison? as and when. Do you think if Madison had been not ill, he would have? He would have. Madison would have started. I think it would have been a very tough call, Chish, mm. To be honest, I think the way that Mason Mount has started this season has exceeded expectation. Another goal, of course, last weekend as well Indeed. against Southampton. Indeed. I think Great the pair goal. of them are pretty much on a par. Would you say? I'll be really honest with you. I thought. I thought. Uh, Madison's display against Chelsea was fantastic when when Leicester played us. I mean, he turned the entire game round. I mean, I thought that Rodgers did very well and shifted it tactically, but I was really impressed with Madison. I've been impressed with him for about a year now. Um, and he's quite dirty as well. Well, he, 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 well, he puts, say, it he puts it in. I've got no problem with no, that. No, I haven't either. No, we, you know. we need more of that. In fact, in yeah. fact, Spy Ampadu should be should yeah, be recalled. He's not. Yeah, if yeah. He's, he's staying on the bench at Leipzig. What what's he yeah. there for? That's yeah. that's coming up. I know. I thought I'd give a little teaser. I hadn't looked at the script, of course. <laughs> that's because I didn't email it to you. Because no. you're, you're not on tonight. I'm not on tonight. I'm <laughs> no. actually here. That's right. Okay. <laughs> but I, so when when, I, I like when Madison, was the last time what? two Chelsea youth players started for England? Uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, the I don't know the answer to that. To question. that. I, I don't think that's ever happened. Well, yes, John Terry's a Chelsea youth player. Mm-hmm. Uh, who before that, Ray Wilkins would have been is it, was a Chelsea yeah, youth. Player. May I come up with the answer? Yes, yes, you may. Barry Bridges and Terry Venables. Oh, Ooh, very, very good. good. Is that the actual answer, kiddo? I don't know. I've just made it up. Oh. But I think the chances are, considering they won the, youth, the youth cup, uh, and but well, well select, only played select, a couple of times. Good. S- select any from no, no, no. They weren't they really youth. They weren't youth cup winners. The, the no, youth, no, I wouldn't no, say, I didn't youth say youth winners. Oh, youth, youth, youth well, Yeah, could have Osgood and um, Hollins. And Os, yeah, Hollins. Because of course, as well. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about Declan Rice and Mason. Uh, and Mason Mount. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I'm thinking more specifically about players that played in the youth cup, the two youth cup. Uh, yeah, but I mean that's a, that's a bit esoteric, to Collins. Be fair. Well, forgive me for coming well, up with I mean, es- esoteria. Well, does anybody know? If you know the last no, time two youth Chelsea youth players played for the England I'll tell you senior team, like, it's likely no, no, that. Se- seriously, yeah. if somebody has the answer to that and it's right, and I can validate it, I will give them a Kerry Dixon mini banner as a prize. Wow, there you go. Okay, right. you, you want, even I haven't got one of them. Do you want a Kerry Dixon mini banner? Get in touch. As in, you should context as everything as always, but there is a very big banner mm-hmm. that hangs at the. Uh, the Matthew Harding yes, upper. the corner of the Matthew Harding upper with one Kerry Dixon on it, which is our, our tribute to Kerry. Uh, I have little mini ones, okay. And it's to the right if you're looking down the pitch yeah. from the Matthew Harding. No, if you're Harding. looking at the Matthew Harding, it's, end, on, it's on the, the left. left corner, yes, and yeah, it's yeah. on the right if you're looking down the pitch. Can I just quickly touch on something? Yes, yes, with the Kerry Dixon banner and the fact that you are now he's a friend of this show, he's a friend of yours he in is. particular. He, you know, he gets on with everybody. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. The fact that you idolised him as a player in yeah. a sense and I you pinch have myself banner. Matt is, is it a bit is it weird mate I pinch yeah. myself really I pinch myself I mean I used to because I did a I did a I mean I got to know Kerry before I did the, the we used to do a specific podcast with Kerry which for various reasons we haven't been able to do this season but I, w- I would like phone him up 
uh, on the Thursday that we'd do it and he'd say, Chidge, is, is it all right? You know, is it okay? Are you, are you sure you're okay? I said, Kerry, I wake up in the morning <laughs> and I say, I'm going to speak to Kerry Dixon for half an hour. I said, how do you think I feel? I said, I just like, I just, it's nuts. How did this happen? You know, I mean, it, I do, does, I pinch myself. Does he find that strange, though, in terms of his reaction? He thinks he I'm like... an idiot. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the, right. No, but I think that's the right. problem is you do, you are, no, think, you, really. I, I sit with him thinking, am I going to offend him in some way? Mm. He is the great Kerry Dixon. And, and so I, I try not, not ask a question that is kind of fan-like or pathetic, like, mm. you know, um, uh, I, can, can, I, can I touch your leg or something like that? I don't want to do any of that, you know. You know what I mean? Cause you Jonathan, are, you the last the great, time you did that, you got Kerry. arrested, yeah, mate. That's, that's, yeah. that's true. Leave it alone. That's true. But, but he, you know, it's that kind of, you just, it's the but kind it of idolising thing. Yeah. It's shifting from being a, a, a kid with somebody who you thought was completely out of your league to there he is yeah. and you then don't want to so it's difficult to be mated well you try and be as normal as you can but somehow he's, he's it's weird it's weird it's yeah. weird yeah. I know I'd, I'd sort of going off piece slightly I met Bobby Tambling yeah. with Rick Glanville and we were going to Rick's book signing yeah and sort of I met Rick and, and he said oh Bobby's going to come and with the signing and we had this 20 minute walk from the <laughs> ground to where the book signing was and I'm talking to Bobby Tambling and I'm saying into my head I'm talking to Bobby Cameron, <laughs> you know, and he's a lovely, lovely man. Yeah, yeah. And we're having a normal conversation. We're talking about strikers and what have you. And I'm just thinking this is completely bizarre. But the the interesting thing is, is that, I mean, in, in my experience of, of, well, I mean, I've got to know Kerry really well, as you know, and, he, and I would seriously, you know, see myself lucky enough to call him a friend. But I think if you treat them like a normal human being, they, it, it gets reciprocated, and I, mean, I think it's a, the interesting point is is that particularly with these the older generation of players, they are much closer to us. They are like us, actually. A lot of these guys they support Chelsea. The the, the bond is is so clear and obvious. If you, if you're not an idiot, you know, I was joking a minute ago, but if you're not an idiot and go, oh, poor Kerry Dixon, you know, indeed, indeed, if you treat yeah. them with respect, but treat them like like you would treat anybody else that's reciprocated and actually you know when he's been on the show with us jonathan he's been like that oh, it's, pretty, it's worked really well and you, you know we've, we've chatted normally and we've all got yeah sorry i was leaning back in like despair and thinking what questions i'd asked him that were were fawning. but no i mean you know that they're, they're, they're human beings they're normal guys treat them with a bit of love and respect yeah, and you yeah, get yeah. it back you yeah. know um but yeah i mean i'm i'm i do pinch myself man mm. really because i mean you know, unlike Bobby Tambling, who I have met, I mean, I was too young to watch Bobby Tambling play, but Kerry, I did watch play, and he was my idol in the 80s, and it's just like, how did this happen? The great Man. thing about those relationships as well is that what ends up happening is that you remember so much about their career, yeah, yeah. and you'll recount their career to yeah. them, and you'll say, oh, do you remember that when you did... They won't have a clue. No, no. They won't Ke remember it at all. Kerry does. Really? Oh, yeah. He absolutely... You he, can ask he Kerry remembers any, he remembers every goal. Every goal. I love him for that. He that's, remembers every goal, mate. That's brilliant. Well, that's what you kind of want as a fan, yeah, don't you? You want them to remember definitely. it like you remember. Paul Canners, Paul Cannerville, uh, the joy... He's coming on next Friday, by the way. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. The joy that he has recounting scoring the goals yeah. is just quite yeah. magnificent it's when you're with him. It's the same joy, in a sense, that we have. I mean, I know it's different yeah, because yeah. they, they well, actually... Well, you've seen the goal, they you were, know, they a were goal lucky he scored enough. against Fulham. Yeah. I was just there, and he said, yeah, and the ball came, and I just yeah. and it went in the goal, and I was just, and you're thinking, yeah. I felt exactly the same thing but as it, a fan, it's you know. It's the same, but different. I mean, they, they obviously have the talent to be on the pitch and do it. And but, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, but they, they, they kind <laughs> of get our excitement in the way that they were excited. Yeah. It's, it's hard to explain, yeah. but, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting, it's just to kind of weave it back into the modern day. I think this is really why, you know, we are so, I mean, we are all uh, over 50 in this room, apart from you, Matt. And and yet we, three, have been as excited as 14-year-old schoolboys this season, seeing these youngsters come into the side. And I think one of the reasons for that is there is a bond with these players like there was with the players that we've just been talking about because they grew up at Chelsea. They've been at Chelsea since they were eight. They get it. They get the culture of the club. So there's that immediate bond. That's why so many people like to see young players come through because they feel that they're closer to them. Yep, completely agree. And as you say that, there are pictures now on ITV with Mason Mount and Declan Rice looking back at those days very early on. Of course, Mason Mount has come through. Declan Rice now doing very well at West Ham. We were going to open the show with Chelsea's youth being we the were. backbone of England, but Could we're be. going to get onto that next on yeah. the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. Giving your team a voice. Love Sport Radio. This is Love Sport, the Chelsea fan show on Love Sport. Me and Matt Beadle with the guys from the Chelsea fan cast, Stanford, Chidge, Clayton Beerman and Jonathan Kidd. Kiddo. 
England are, of course, in Prague today to play Czech Republic. We're going to give you updates on that game as it happens. Mason Mount making his first start for his country, replacing Ross Barkley, no less. And gents, this chat about Chelsea being the backbone of England in years to come, it's quite feasible this could yeah, be the case. Definitely. C- completely, completely. I mean, it's no exaggeration They're talking about Man United in 92, the team, the great team. And potentially, if they all fulfil their potential, they could be because Rhys James, Tamori, Mount, Abraham, that's a, it's a spine. Loftus Cheek, if he gets... And he's actually, could just say, he's much more injured than I, everybody seems yeah. to be, uh, be uh, understanding. They keep yeah, saying I think he's so. back to fitness and on, they'll be on the bench soon. No, he... They always said mid-November. No, it's it's further. It was, there, was an art, there was an article in... Um, the Athletic, which I've subscribed to, saying that he's uh, only just jogging now and not moving in any strange... He's not twisting and turning because it's been such such a dif- he, he difficult injury. He absolutely the In a way that Adoy clearly no, didn't. He didn't. Yeah, so yeah, we, we yeah. forgot about Adoy as well. Because mm-hmm. he, he forgot because he'd be he as well. Yeah, as yeah, but well. I, I leapt in by saying cheek, but yes, Adoy yeah. as well, yeah. So, and, yeah, I yeah. mean, the, the bottom line is there is half a dozen players who, if they fulfil the potential, could yeah, be playing for but if we're talking about four or five years, how many more others are going to come through? Well, that's another question. That's another question for another time because whether you have to say are the people coming through now as good as the ones that are they're all coming playing through. under 19s aren't they they're all playing England under 19s yeah. and under 17s well, I, mean, yeah. I think that, that that's the key point yeah you know number one it's the continuity you know chelsea as a football club have dominated youth football both domestically and in european football mm-hmm. for the last kind of six seven years maybe a bit longer uh there were five chelsea youth players in the under england 17. under 17 world cup winning squad you know these kids have been winning tournaments for England you know so it seems I think I think you also have to understand there's a bit of serendipity here number one you've got Gareth Southgate who who in a sense has been leading the way saying you know what I'm going to bring youngsters into this England side but he worked with them well he also worked with them but he's been bringing them in and at the same time you've suddenly got the stars aligning so that Chelsea have got a manager in a situation where they're having to bring these youngsters in so it's just kind of serendipity that it's all happening at the same time but yeah I think because you've seen this happening at youth level I I can certainly see a time when you've got five or six Chelsea players playing in the full England side particularly when there's a dearth of uh, England representatives in the Premier League well indeed and I think that also is the stars aligning but do you not think that's going to change because well because of Brexit you mean (laughs) <laughs> well, no, <laughs> no, you may joke, but that could happen. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Exactly. But no, I'm just thinking about if you look at the Premier League, as well as us, there does seem to be more of a trend to play young players. Yeah. And it might be it financial. Means, yeah, I'm going to say, absolutely. I mean, apart from, obviously, Phil Foden, <laughs> yeah, who's unsellable and worth 500 well, I, I, million, but can't yeah. actually get the team. Yeah, but you think about that. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, like we used to get, a really hard time for not bringing any of the youth in. And quite rightly so. Uh, well, yes and no. But, uh, I mean, if you're Phil Foden, you're playing with some of the best players in the world and you've got one of the best managers in the world, you know you know, David Silva's going to leave uh, at the end of this season. You know, what? what's six months in your career at his age? I mean, he's what, 19? 19. What's but six months at his age? I, when I he completely can make that, yeah? agree, but I guarantee you, if David Silva, David Silva David retires, Silver. he will bring Pep will bring, will buy somebody else. Well, henceforth, I want to be known as David Chigi. Okay, you, you're, you're and, surely David Chigi. David Chigi. It's, yeah, it's hard that. as well in terms of Foden because he scored in midweek against Dinamo Zagreb, and then they play Wolves, crying out really for that type of player, and he doesn't even mm. get off the pitch. So, I mean, it's very, it's very difficult. That was, of course, a Manchester City problem. But going back to your point about those players. I mean, it's a lovely, lovely situation to, that we've amazing. suddenly found ourselves in. Matt, I, I remember when I got excited that Graham Lasso got a cap or mm. Tony Dorigo got a cap. Uh, Kerry, Only left backs. Kerry got, <laughs> got, what, eight caps, scored four goals. I mean, poor old Kerry. We've talked to him about this at length, actually. I mean, he he was a striker at a time when you had uh, Gary Lineker, Peter Beardsley, Mark Cately. Uh, Tony Woodcock. I mean, you name it. They were like, we had so many good number nines in those days and he never got sniff. And this was a guy that was scoring 30 goals in, in Division One Premier League. Mm. You know, so different times. But I mean, we I was always hugely excited that a Chelsea always. player... 
Yeah. Got, got a, and so few did. That's mm. the point. So few did. So, uh, when, so have five possibly playing for it. I mean, it's just mm. like nuts. Well, Insane. it is. But you've got to remember that a couple of years ago we had Lampard. We had um, well, we had Lampard, Terry, Terry Cole. And Cole, and some. There was. I'm sure there was some. Michael Ballack. No, no, no. <laughs> you had the two Coles, really. Did you? Yeah, did you we had, and that's right. Joe we had Cole, Joe Cole yeah. as well. So it hasn't been that long ago. But you're right. Those of that's us true, of a certain actually. age, isn't it funny how will remember that during yeah. the 70s and the 80s. <laughs> I mean. We had Ray Wilkins. My hero of all time was crucified for one of his very rare England appearances, Peter Benetti. You know, oh. but apart from that, we had Alan Hudson, who liked Tony Carroll. Uh, Revy, Revy hated him. He got him. that yeah. playing for Stoke. Yeah, yeah. Peter Osgood got a couple of caps Revy playing hated for Ramsey. Yeah. Ramsey hated Aussie. Well, no, there, the, there, there, there was that, that whole. Well. There was that whole clump of players there was Tony Curry there was Rodney Marsh there was Alan Hudson yeah. Frank Worthington uh, Frank Worthington who were Mavericks. so brilliant and got about three and a half caps between them Mental. but they got them all yeah. under um, uh, there was that brief period where for seven matches who was Joe the, Mercer Joe Mercer yeah. and he brought in a completely fabulous team yeah. who blew everybody away they were wonderful and yet immediately afterwards it really would Revy was appointed and that was the end of that awful man I I remember hearing a fantastic uh, programme on a a, a radio station that we shouldn't mention but actually it was an interview of Malcolm McDonald who who revealed what it was like playing for England when Don Revy was manager and he hated Malcolm McDonald and Malcolm McDonald was the was the Sergio Aguero stroke Tammy uh, Abraham of his day i.e. I, he was the top scorer in division 1 and the press were clamoring for him to get picked for England and Revy kind of felt he had to pick him because the press were making such a such a uh, a noise about a hoo-ha. it and uh Revy after the match ignored him. He, he shook the hand of every England player and he completely blanked Malcolm McDonald. He said, I didn't want to pick you. I don't like you. I don't rate you. And I've only picked you because the press have made a fuss. But I'm not going to pick you again unless you score. And he scored. The Cyprus was No, it? no. That was, no, that was the, the, the first game, game afterwards. The next game, uh, Alan Ball and, and the other England uh, players kind of got wind of what was going on and were appalled by it and said, right, we're going to try and get you the record. Okay. The record uh, goal score, you know, was six goals, I think. Uh, and they said, well, whatever we do, we have to lay the ball on for, for Malcolm McDonald. And they did that. And he scored five against Cyprus when we beat them 5-0. Anyway, Revy did the same thing. He goes around the dressing room afterwards. He shook every player by the hand. He completely blanked Malcolm McDonald. Unbelievable. Awful manager. Awful man. Managed dirty leads, of course, who are coming on next. They ask, are coming ask, on. ask them about it. <laughs> I will. I will ask definitely them ask them about it. it. Just to bring it back to... Sorry, I, I get a trip down no, 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 hey. memory lane. We love a trip down memory lane. <laughs> And I suppose the Tales of the like Wayne's World, or <laughs> Wayne's World, also. Yeah, indeed. Yes, We're yeah, not yeah, worthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was also supposed to be. Wasn't that supposed to be? Um, wasn't X Files? It was um, uh, Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. That's what you were doing, which I think is more do 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 because you did it more which could have been anything, wouldn't it? Could absolutely been anything. We digress, Matt. We do digress. Bring us back to reality. Can I just make a little point here, which is talking about purchasing players? Is that uh, I'll put my cans on. On um, on Twitter, everybody is going on about how Neymar is coming. How there's uh, I know, I know, but they're, they're going for all these and a whole list. Somebody's put a list of ten people that Chelsea will be buying, where there are uh, a hole in the transfer window that we get access to, and they haven't thought about the impact that that would have on the philosophy and policy that the club appear to be implementing at the moment. Why would you want to buy anybody who would disrupt because what they're creating? Because you think football is played in a computer as FIFA 20. Entirely. And you are probably very deeply on the spectrum. Indeed. There's Allegedly. A, but, but unfortunately, large numbers of people oh. pursue that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and go for it. And it becomes anything that you put speculatively up there of, by the 14th tweet has become the truth. And people are then slagging the club off for... Yeah, but we, we've proved that the club don't listen to no, them. No, of course the club don't listen. I know, but just as a... That's why as a, as cigarette a f- smoker's no longer the manager. As a fan, one just uh, despairs of but the fact that... Don't believe what you read no, on Twitter. No, I, I don't, but I, I, it, it does create a, an environment. Put I'm the then, bunny I down. Meet, I know, but I meet people then who say, so I hear you're buying Neymar, you know, and you go, well, no. Indeed, and those players that it would impact as well, Tammy Abraham yeah, is completely. one, of course, and Mason Mount. And I think what I was going to get to is that I suppose the the tripod, if you will, of Tamori, Mount and well, Abraham... That was also Claude being, McAuley. Being those, the three. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that on being those radio. three that have... That why, have why is that, Chidge? Because he, he ran so sorry, fast, sorry, it was like sorry, he had three man. legs. Oh, OK, good. 
Very Let good. Matt Chigi. finish. Chigi. But my point being, to finish this this note off, is that they're all very <laughs> likable individuals, and I think that yeah. really shines through. And intelligent blokes as well. Yeah. There's, you know, there's Tamori is studying for a business management yeah. degree. Yeah. I believe yeah. that he's got other interests that he's already thinking about. That right, says man. a lot about someone. Mason Mount, we've seen in interviews, yeah. is lovely. Yeah. And Tammy Abraham yeah. also. But, but also, that's the same with the whole PR thing with with Lampard himself, who is absolutely brilliant. Mm. And I would think if Lineker wasn't doing match of the day, the BBC would have tried to have snatched him because he's snatched him to do the job because he is so comfortable on they camera. They could do the breakfast. So, him and Christine, they could do the breakfast show, couldn't they? Yeah, well, uh, there'll be offers Prime for that for it. in some way if they become more and more successful because because he, he he's eloquent, fluent, good-looking. He's got an A-level in Latin, and, mate. Uh, I, I thought it was a GCSE myself. But, well, I um, thought it was an A-level. Okay. Anyway, Carpe we digress. DM. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Kerberos Est. Uh, <laughs> Pardon? The thing, about, the thing about the, the youngsters, though... Would you be quiet? The, 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 the point you were making about the youngsters is really interesting, actually, because, you know, academies get a really, uh, you know, bad press, I think, in the way that they treat the kids. But I think Chelsea's academy should be absolutely lauded. And mm. they, they do... I know this for a fact. They spend a lot of time educating these kids and looking after them and bringing them up the right way. And remember that they are, in effect, loco parentis. So... You know they have a duty of care about these well, kids, and they, I, I yeah. have a first-hand I have a first-hand tale of that because um, a family friend is one of his his son is at the academy and playing uh, for one of the uh, teams, and when he went there, he basically is a very very bright guy, and the club accommodated him yeah. by giving him extra. They they said if he's coming, he's got to be doing these. O levels uh, or S level, whatever they're called, GCSEs these days, um, and they they accommodated him, and then basically he's gone on to his A levels, and they helped him with that as well. So that they are they take it seriously. Yeah, they they're, do. I mean, they're, they're, it's really good what they do. So it's no surprise that they're not only producing superb footballers; they're producing really, really well-rounded human beings. Absolutely, Tammy Abraham being one mm. of them. More on him and more of Chelsea coming up on Love Sport. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel... If you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV. Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter, or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. It's the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. Me, Matt Beadle, with the guys from the Chelsea Fan Cast, Clayton Beerman, Stamford Chidge, and Jonathan Kidd. Kiddo. England are, of course, playing this evening in Prague. If they beat the Czech Republic, they will qualify for Euro 2020. Mason Mount, of course, starting and Tammy Abraham on the bench. Now, we desperately hope that there are no talking points other than football this evening. However, 
Tammy has come out and spoken about a potential walk-off should the atmosphere become unsavoury inside the stadium in Prague. And I think this speaks volumes, not just for Tammy, but for Harry Kane, who's spoken about it, and the team as a general, that regardless of the three-step rule that UEFA kind of have in place with with this, if it gets unsavoury, they're going to agree they're all just going to walk off the pitch. Mm. What do you make of this? I think it's more pertinent to Bulgaria, really, isn't it, than the mm. Czech Republic, because... Bulgaria are already getting part of the stadium closed because of their fans dishing out racist abuse. So I think the bigger concern is Bulgaria. And I have to say, I I heard I was either their prime minister or their head of uh, football there being really quite belligerent about England's stance. And I thought, you can get in the bin. I mean, it's outrageous. I think it's incredibly brave. And I think it's about time. I think it's about time somebody made a stand. I mean, the number of times... We've seen, and I have—I hate to say this because I've got a lot of Eastern European friends, but Eastern European countries supporters dishing out racist abuse and getting slapped on the wrist with a fine or a part stadium closure. Fine. It's pathetic. It's uh, that idiot that used to play for Arsenal, Bentner, got a bigger fine for pulling his shorts down, bearing paddy power on his bum and his pants mm. than a lot of these. Uh, countries get for racist abuse but you, you, that shows you where yeah. it stands in UEFA's priorities but you look what happened what's happened this season in Italy yeah and for several Absolutely. seasons and they've just they've said there's not a problem it's, well, it's I mean denial. it's appalling I mean my only fear that is if for example um Bulgaria are losing 2-3-0 exactly with an hour gone they think, well, we'll get it abandoned because we'll basically, you know, it, they'll start abusing black players if, you know, uh, but not to do anything other than. I think they would have thought get, about to that, get though, don't to, you? No, to get them to walk off. Yeah. Because if you're losing a game, there's no, you know, because who's to I, say? I don't who's think what, to what say, alternatives you could do if they were winning easily? Could you not then just substitute all the black players and make your own point that no, way? No, but then they're winning. You don't you don't want to if yes, you're three nil up, you don't want to give them that. You bring them more on. I think I think you know what? I think fair play to them. You know, why why sh- we were talking about this on, on Monday and, and, and we were talking around the issue that, you know, our generation, for example, you know, uh put up with it, didn't say anything, sat there silently, you know, in the in the seventies and the eighties. You know, for all sorts of reasons, accepted it in a sense. But I think the younger generation aren't prepared to. And I think fair play to them. Don't. Why should they have to sit there and 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 and, and turn the other cheek? Go off, walk off. The reality is, what should happen, what should happen, is not a paltry fine or a part stadium ban. They should be booted out of the tournament there and then. But it just doesn't Period. happen. It, I agree. Well, that's what should happen. I know that's what should happen, but, but governing bodies have shown year after year they're weak and they just do not do it. I mean, so Bulgaria... Well, they might do Bulgaria, if the England team walk off because it'll cause a right old stink. You know what will happen. England team will walk off and we'll get the points well, deducted. Yeah, we'll but get, it will we'll cause, get the point and fine. It will yeah. cause yeah. such... That's exactly yeah. what will happen. You say that, but I'll tell you I what. I did say that. Okay, you can say it again. <laughs> I heard him. And so did I. But, you know, it, it, it will cause such a stink if a team does that. It will it take radical action. Them, it You're right. Shock them into it will doing take something. radical action like that because that's, I've always said that's, that's what players need to do. You think of examples, I remember Anfield, I think it was a League Cup tie between Liverpool and Oldham. And the Oldham players sort of started to go over and be like, what are you doing? But Gerard like pulled him away and said, look, no, don't, don't do it, don't do it. Yeah. But that's what it takes. Raheem Sterling confront these fans and make there are th- cameras beaming these images all over yeah, the world it's huge confirmed everybody the sees it yeah, terrible exactly. pr exactly so yes. what normally happens though is that they deny that it actually happened and so you need to have it it needs to be a very audible visual thing that's going mm. on um before they actually take them off mm. so there needs to be because if tammy says uh, i was abused they will just say well, where where was the abuse unless the cameras have actually got it, and they, they so it, that has to be done it's in conjunction with it. It's been incredibly audible recently. I mean, in yeah. Macedonia, for example. Yeah, no, indeed, indeed, I know. You know? Well, but no, but they, they, I almost feel they should, they should be in, in, uh, they should be an English TV producer well, of some but, kind who but, says, yes, we're hearing it. But there's an English feed, and to their yeah. credit, the English commentators have always. Uh, mentioned it actually whenever it's happened, haven't they? In my experience, they have. Yes, but I, I think the bottom line is you're quite right. It would be wonderful if, not wonderful in in the sense of the real wonderful, but it would be excellent if 
an England team, if they are being racially abused, some of their players are being racially abused, if they just thought, we're not doing this, we're, we're coming off. Yeah, I really, I, know, I support, because, I would and, support and, and, and you have that. to, you know, you know that these guys, the guys that aren't black in the squad, will, they, you know, they, they their will heart go will go them. out to Absolutely. them. And they'll basically well, support them 100%. And, and this is the interesting thing, if we're reading between the lines yeah. here, is that what we've got here is a buy-in uh, from the entire side. And, and and I think that 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 speaks volumes. I mean, I th- this whole issue has been bubbling away. You know, there's been quite a lot of issues at Chelsea, as you know, Matt, which has made me try and think. And I think that's what I mean when I say our generation. You know, it's not our fault, but we are perhaps have been not as brave as the younger generation. And they are, from what I see from the youngsters, they're just not prepared to part with this anymore. It's like, no, that's it. We're not having that. You know, and I think this is what we're seeing with that England team. You know, that you don't have that division between the black players playing and the white players playing they're all in it together yeah. they're all saying no we're not having it and I think that's brilliant indeed they are and the team are in the tunnel at the moment about to walk out onto the pitch in Prague of course England playing in the Czech Republic tonight if they win they qualify for Euro 2020 Mason Mount in the starting lineup his first ever start for his country and Tammy Abraham who we've just spoken about on the bench that's his country form his club form if we bring it back to Chelsea Tammy is top of the class. Yeah, here's a question for you, Matt. Why mm-hmm. in the uh, Premier League top goal scorers table is Sergio Aguero on eight goals? They've both got eight goals. Uh, ahead of Tammy Abraham on eight goals when Abraham is alphabetically That's... ahead of Aguero. That is a very good point. And, and that is in every table. Yeah. Is it really? Yes, in yeah. the newspaper, Why on the BBC <laughs> Sports. So are they saying S is before yeah, T? Yeah, I, I, do you know what? I don't have the answer. My presumption on, on just purely on that would be that it is. Yeah. But we go well, on surnames. Right? It's done by H, age. H and I is in the middle, that's for sure. Maybe, maybe it's Kuhn. Coon comes before Tammy. Oh, God, I thought I wonder what you're going to say. But it doesn't say that. It says that on the. It says that on the. It says that on the. Uh... I don't know. Is the honest answer. I also think that uh, when you look at the strikers at the moment, in terms of the number of goals in the Premier League as well, in 2019, Tammy Abraham is 20. That is top with Sergio Aguero, with James Collins, and also with Timu Puki. So no other player in all top four leagues has scored as many goals as Tammy Abraham in 2019. Wow. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Well, you mean including all the Villa goals? Include yeah because he so scored goals a, he in scored 2019. He scored a hatful for them. What 20? 25, I think. Yeah, he scored. But was the top goal scorer in the championship, wasn't he last year? It's a real shame. Not that it isn't fantastic that JK is here, but it is a real shame <laughs> <laughs> that I am here. It, no, it's a real shame that Kerry's not here because he's Tammy's first goal against Southampton on Sunday yeah, was very, very reminiscent to Kerry's goal at White Hart Lane several years ago where he lobbed the keeper mm, and the defender. True. Remember that. It but it went in. And it did go in, as did Tammy's. Yeah, but as opposed to Tammy's <laughs> being hooked off the line. Yes, well, that's well because over the, the, line, the Spurs yeah. defender was slower getting back. He was, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's, I mean, it's. I I think Tammy is, is the biggest shock. I mean... Tamori is obviously the greatest revelation because none of us knew. How yeah, but good no, he hang was. on, I don't know about that. I mean, he. No, I mean, but in, no, no, in a, in no. Let me, let me finish. Man, no, he was me... Derby's Player of the Year last year. Yes, I know, but let me finish. At the beginning of the season, Tammy scored a couple of goals, and I'm thinking, yeah, it's okay. I'm still not sure. Now I'm sure. Yeah. I think he's been... He's got the lot. But don't yeah, you think it's I Mason's mean... elevation to the fact that he's playing tonight is just completely phenomenal? Oh, it's the, extraordinary. The, uh, you know, Derby last year and, and given an opportunity by Frank. Absolutely and then here he is now, now turning up in a, in a, um, a European qualifying match. I think it's just... It's also, phenomenal. it's kind of a reflection as well on, on England. If I, I don't want to look at this negatively, but you think Mason Mount and Tyrone Mings, for example, and Fikai Tamori were all playing at this level individually yeah. in the Championship last season. It's yeah. taken a few games in the Premier League and bang, they're in the England setup. And yet this is a team that got to the semi-finals of the World Cup, Matt, which mm. has only happened three times in my lifetime and I'm considerably older than Yao. <laughs> yeah. Very good, Brummy. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, very good. You know, so, I, I you mean, know, what Matt, are you saying? Well, no, Matt, Matt's no, actually I, making a good point that the standard of football is not as good now as it was five, ten well, years no, ago. No, actually, well, are we well, saying that? I, I'm, I'm saying that these players were playing in the Championship but yeah. were absolutely not considered 
for the England setup. They play a few games in the Premier League, and I get that it's a different level, but you kind of think this Mason Mount we're seeing, yeah. is he that different to the Mason Mount that we saw at Derby last season? Is it that different to the Tyrone Mings we saw at Villa last season, Tamori at Derby last season? You're yeah, saying that he should have been considered from, from the championship. Yeah, I'm saying that's the greater issue Steve perhaps Ball with the England played for England when he was in the third division, yeah. of course, playing for Wolves. Yeah. So, uh, but the, the, uh, yeah, but the other issue, of course, is that they, they, they haven't been able to get an opportunity in most of these Premier League clubs because the Premier League clubs are awash with foreign players. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have a much smaller pot to choose from if you're the England manager these days. This has been, I mean, the interesting thing is, I remember three or four years ago before Southgate turned up, Roy Hodgson, Roy, Roy, mentioning that it was already difficult because there weren't any English players in the Premier League. Yeah, there weren't any decent English players in the Premier League, but there was a whole wealth of talent who were youngsters who can't get into the Premier League because they spend 40, 50 million on average European players or South American players or whatever. Mm. Yeah, but this just and maybe goes, Southgate's goes... cut through that. Yeah, but that, that goes back to what I was saying before, was the fact that more young players are playing, more British, English rather, young players are playing in the Premier League than yeah. for some They've considerable time. But also the clubs have seen the light, haven't yeah. they, as well, because yeah. of the fact that the, the, the youth are winning these competitions and, and therefore they need to have access to the division. Otherwise they're going to go off and, and ply their trade elsewhere or not get in, of course. Yeah. Are they playing at the Eden Hazard Stadium? Sorry, the, uh, the Eden Stadium tonight. In Prague, that's where they had the uh, Super Cup, wasn't it? A couple of years ago, we've played in there, have we? It's the Eden Stadium. I'm sure it's the. Matt's going to like Google it quickly. And well, I me. think that our producer uh, <laughs> Paddy is going to find that out for us. But of course, the big thing about Tammy Abraham as well, just to finish this, is that I think there is the belief now with Tammy the fact that he started this season so well mm. with Chelsea there's a belief now that perhaps we didn't see from him when he was at Swansea in that loan spell there really yeah, is that a... would have been tough exactly it? yeah so yeah. I really think that's making a massive difference for Tammy Abraham the teams are out on the pitch in Prague England playing Czech Republic tonight of course this is the Chelsea fan show we've got about 15 minutes left Love Sport Radio the station giving fans a voice this is the Chelsea fan show on Love Sport. That is Kiddo. If you can hear him there, this is the... me, Matt Beadle, with the guys from the Chelsea fan cast Stanford Chidge, Clayton Beerman, and Jonathan Kidd. England have kicked off in Prague. They are playing Czech Republic tonight. Of course, if they win, they qualify for Euro 2020. Bring on 54 years of hurt. The song is ready to be released. Right, we've That's got how about. How old I am? Is it really, Chidge? Yeah. I am. I go. am 55 year... 54 years of hurt. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> well, we're going to finish tonight's show talking specifically about Chelsea. And Chid, you sent some interesting notes on formations. I did, didn't I? And this is intriguing to me because when I looked I at wrote them, that when I was drunk, Matt. That's my excuse. Did you really? Yes. Well, you've suggested what future formations could potentially be. And I'm just going to quickly read them out. You've gone 343-433-4231. I'll let you continue because there's a bit of difference in this. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I, I, do you know what? I, 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 I know when I wrote this. I wrote this after the Lille game when Frank had changed... Uh, he'd set up, uh, I think, with a 3-4-3, and he did change to a 4-3-3, and he did it very, very effectively. And it kind of got me wondering, number one, we've got lots of different formations here, but actually the bigger issue is we've got some players to come back. How on earth is Frank going to accommodate, for example, how do we fit Loftus-Cheek in when he's fit? Does Pulisic get in? Do we have Emerson or Alonso? And wither Barkley, Zuma, uh, Christensen, and perhaps even Aspie? And I think a lot of it does depend on the formation. But I think, you know, we've got a really interesting uh, problem that Frank's going to have to solve going forward when, you know, we now got hudson Adoy, he's back fit. Loft- when Loftus-Cheek's fit, how, how do you Dude. choose between Mount Jorginho, Kante, Barkley... And I think cheek. some go by the wayside at the moment. Well, I think they Barclay do. Goes. And, but also, if he happens to buy somebody, if he actually thinks that they, they, there isn't the transfer like ban... Neymar? And, uh, no, but let's, there is let's... a penalty in Prague, uh-oh, just to very uh-oh. quickly interject. Raheem England, Sterling England. has been brought down in the area. Yeah. Yes, it is a penalty for England inside the opening five minutes. Oh, Harry Kane's missed a few recently, up. hasn't he? Is we it, is it going to you... VAR or is it all... No, it's, no, it's no, been, it's, it's it's been, been awarded a very early penalty, penalty. Raheem Sterling brought down in the area. Harry Kane stepping up now. We know that he is pretty decent from the spot. <laughs> We're going to stick with this because he's at the spot now ready to take his penalty against oh, Thomas Vatnick, of course, off. of Czech Republic. <laughs> very attractive. How <laughs> delightful. 
<laughs> the referee giving Thomas Vaklik some instructions, of course, as they seem to do now. Stay on your line, don't move. Said, it's quite insulting line, that, to be honest. VAR will, of face. course, be watching that. Harry Kane stepping up to the spot now in front of those England fans, all with their smartphones up, ready to capture what is happening. What kind of fans Harry are Harry Kane stepping up now. Down. Bottom left-hand corner. And he's buried it straight down the middle. Harry Kane scores for England. That is England 1, Czech Republic 0. Lovely. Five minutes gone. Jonathan Kidd, sorry, we interrupted you making your note. (laughs) And he's completely forgotten his note. You were talking about formations. (laughs) You you came in here at 7 o'clock. Do you remember that? And you are. No, I'm nobody. Bless him. I'm Kerry Dixon. Um, uh, Well, no, that wasn't the point I was making that... um, uh, it's 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 even less likely that he would no if he does buy anybody uh, because they've got a problem for example with say centre half if Rudiger's injured or whatever or Rudiger isn't as fit to come back and Zuma he seems to be playing Zuma all the time now he seems to be very keen on Zuma playing um, and Christensen seems to be taking a step backwards now, it's established that Tomori is there but he then might say all right I, I want a, a, a centre half who he'd have to evaluate whether he's going to get on with everybody whether he's mature enough but. They've got so much money, they could buy somebody uh, completely um, out of this well, that, world. That's another to play question. There. Can I ask that question in a minute? And the question, just to warn you, is we have got pots of money to spend, potentially. Indeed. Indeed. I would like to see us add two or three world class players, but they have to be in the right position. And they indeed, cannot threaten indeed. the youth and, that are and, coming and in. mature. But can, can we answer that in a minute? Yeah. Because I think that's an interesting point you make, because I think Tamori. And Rudiger are without doubt our best central defenders. But I get what Frank's doing, and actually he did this brilliantly against Lille. He knew that he needed a physical presence on there, yeah. and that suited Zuma. Yeah. And my my suspicion is that rather than what we've seen recently, and therefore what we perhaps naturally gravitate to, is what's our best eleven, and then you know Sari, Conte, whoever pick their best fourteen players. I think Frank will actually be flexible, and he will adapt. He will play horses, horses, for, horses. for courses and, and so in, in terms of players that he picks and also in formations. And I, I see us with a really good situation where we've got actually a really good kind of 15, 16 players that can cover all bases. Can but I, not like the sorry, not like the fifteen and sixteen that sorry. No, 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 last no, year, no, so no, specifically. no you're you're talking about this how's everybody gonna be, you know, how's everybody gonna fit in? And I'm, mo- I'm most curious no, no, no. to see how Loftus Cheek's going to yeah, fit no, in, really. But but the point I want to make is back in the day when we had two world class players for every position, because yeah. we did. We did. How's it different then? Because you had world class players who were sitting on the bench. So I don't think it's, you know, th- this is where Frank's going to mm, earn his corn absolutely to, to to keep everybody happy. I think that at the moment we've got a great blend. And we've sort of been helped slightly by injuries insofar as people are getting game time. And he has shown he's flexible. And you quite rightly said against Lille, two formations in a game, fantastic, sorted out the, the situation, brought on different players. And at the beginning of the season, his substitutions weren't great. I think they're getting better. He's going to be maturing into the role as well as the players are. So I, I, I'm sort of, I'm not that concerned. And, and when um, Loftus-Cheek comes back, then either, I don't know, Kovacic, Barkley, I'm not going to get game time. I, don't, he's... I, I, I actually think the Loftus-Cheek situation is much more um, delicate than we think it is. Well, I, go on, I, go on. Well, you're talking about his fitness. Yeah, I, okay. I, I reckon he well, won't, might, won't, he won't play this till... year. I don't, think, mm. I don't think he'll get in because he has to achieve an enormous level of fitness and an enormous level of, 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 of a competitive spirit yeah. that I don't think that this injury is going to allow him. It's 1-1 in Prague. Oh, what? Jordan what Pickford there? had just made a very, very good save from Kufar and quite, I mean, it should have been a foul. Danny Rose was fouled in the area. You wonder if VAR is in operation that that should have been called back because it was quite a clear foul on Danny Rose. It then fell to Kufal. He had a great strike from outside the area. Jordan Pickford tipped it over the bar but they've just scored from the resulting corner it's Czech like Republic 1 England 1 bit of a mix up in the area and he snuck in at the far post Danny Rose on the far post to be fair you wonder River player is on the far post should he do his job on that occasion it looked like Danny Rose 
didn't quite do it, but it is 1-1. I just want to quickly mention on these formations, Chiz, because something that struck me with regards to what you've written, and I go to the last one, first off, 4-2-3-1. When I I look at that formation, Kepa, Aspilicueta, Rudiger, Tomori, Emerson, Jorginho, Kante in front of those four, Mount Loftus-Cheek, Hudson-Odoi and Abraham, that excites me. That really excites me. But I think it's quite telling, and I'm sure that you've you've done this on purpose, but you mentioned Kovacic there, kiddo. He's not even in anything. Neither is Pedro. No. No mention whatsoever. No. And nor is Pulisic. I mean, they're in... Um, it's Bar- why is Barkley there? He's not. No, indeed. Well, that's he not he hasn't else. made any one of those 11s that I've selected. Yeah. Nor is Kovacic. I was, uh, I was thinking originally when I wrote this that Jorginho doesn't get in, but clearly Jorginho is going to get in because, of course, he's now been made the vice-captain. So, And actually, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that. I think Jorginho has been brilliant this year. Mm. He's had that year. He had a terrible year last year and, you know, he got all the, the grief. I think he basically was... He got scape- better towards the end of the season. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he, scapegoat. he was scapegoated for Sarri. He's clearly a very good player. He was clearly under orders to play a certain way. I think he's been liberated from that this year. Frank's recognised that he's a very, very good player. He, he he brings something different to the team. He's He's got leadership potential and he's shown that. And I, I'm, I'm, I am so happy for him, but it's really interesting that it's been recognised by Frank Clayton. Yeah, I mean, uh, it gets overlooked. But on Sunday, um, if it wasn't for Kovacic, it would have been three two at half time. Yeah, uh, not Kovacic. Yeah, Jorginho. Jorginho. Yeah, the, the goal line. Half-time. The goal line clearance. Can I just go? Sorry, are we. We're running out of time. Right. Yeah, we're probably going to have to move on because Chigi, yeah, yeah. I know that we've got about a I'm minute a left quick. and there is a very big announcement no, I, that you want to make. I, I will be doing it every week from now on, trust me, <laughs> oh, okay. because it's such a Sorry. big thing. But uh, there is a... We're, we're basically... The Chelsea Sports Trust has organised what we call a, the big sleep out at Stamford Bridge, which is happening on November the 16th, where a number of us, hopefully, about 70 at the moment, we're hopefully aiming for 200 people, will be sleeping out overnight in the rough at Stamford Bridge and we're all asking for sponsorship. I'm doing it. I am 54. I don't like sleeping rough. This is a challenge for me, and I'm asking for sponsorship. And if you want to sponsor me, uh, you can go to uk.virginmoneygiving.com forward slash David Chidgy, and I will be very grateful. Here, here. Get right on to it's for the ho- website. Two homeless charities is where the money's going, by the way. It's not going to my bank account. Of course not. No, Clarify wonderful that. stuff, Dave. Stanford <laughs> Chidge. Jonathan Kidd, thank you. Thank you. Clayton Beerman, thank you. Thank you. Stanford Cheers. Cheers, Thank man. you. This has been the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. We'll see you next time. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news, and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.